What is going on, AJ? Let's talk sports. How's it going for your TGIF? It's finally Friday. I work Tuesday through Saturday, so this is going to be my last show probably till Monday, unless breaking news happens this weekend, then I might drop something. But as of right now, this is going to be the last show of the week. Uh, Shark Weeks this week. I know my daughter loves that. And then let's get into some top headlines, shall we? Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady played entire season with torn MCL, it says. Is this true? Is this false? I have no clue. So, said he played the entire season with a torn medial collateral ligament in his left knee, according to a report in the Tampa Bay Times. Brady suffered the injury in his final season with the New England Patriots, and it gradually worsened during his first year in Tampa. Um, what I said on Instagram, I said, that's some... Uh, that's some strong PEDs there, boys. Need to figure out who doctor he's going to take some PEDs for that. Doesn't even feel it, you know what I mean? Suffering a torn anterior cruci- cruciate ligament. That was back in 2008. Buccaneers quarterbacks uh, coach Clyde Christensen said in June he'd deliver, he, del- he believed Brady's knee injury last season was a nagging nuisance that affected him all season. Um, I don't think he was 100% all year last year, he said. So the seven-time Super Bowl winner was named Super Bowl MVP for the fifth time in his career, passing 201 yards, three touchdowns, 31-9 victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. Brady passed 4,633 yards and 40 touchdowns while leading the Bucs to an 11-5 record during the regular season. There you go. Brady, injury, knee, who cares? All right, coming out of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Cavaliers, Cavaliers organization, Kevin Love withdrawing from Team USA for Tokyo Olympics. He's withdrawing from team and will not travel to Tokyo for the Olympics, his agent Jeff Schwartz told ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski on Friday. Love spent 10 days with the team in US and Las Vegas preparing for the Games, but is still returning to full form from a right calf injury that kept him out of a significant part of the NBA season. Quote, I am incredibly disappointed to not be heading into Tokyo for the Team USA, Love said in a statement. Uh, but you need to be an, at absolute peak performance to compete at the Olympic level, and I'm just not there. Um, could be some stuff going on in the political world with Stephen A. Smith and Jalen Rose and all them other people saying that, uh, well, Stephen J- Jalen Rose saying that, uh, I don't want to get into that whole race thing, but um, Kevin Love's not going to the Olympics. That's the top headline. I want to talk about a little bit of golf right now. Top headline in golf, Morikawa. Torches Royal Troon to take Open Championship lead. Again, this is where you are at. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday or Friday. It's only Friday, so it's a round two, round three next uh, tomorrow. So Colin Morikawa shot a 64 in round two of the Open Championship to reach nine under and take the clubhouse lead by three shots midway through Friday. The world number four's day featured seven birdies and a putt on on 18 that would have seen him match the single round tournament scoring record. At uh, St. George's Golf Club, it grazed the left edge instead. Almost had the record. Uh, Justin Ray. Colin Morikawa won his PGA Championship debut. He leads in his Open debut. No player in men's golf history has won in his debut in two different major championships. Good quote there by Justin Ray off the Twitter. Off the Twitter. (laughs) The afternoon wave is underway at uh, Royal St. George's at first first round. Louis Oosthuizen and George Spieth. Look to take track uh, to Morikawa. So they're trying to come after him. Um, so more to come for the Open Championship. Another what? Another what to watch 
um, in the next, in the end of segment. Now we're into our topic of the day, kids. Topic of the day. So we have, obviously, I will not, I wouldn't do a um, show on Friday unless there's a UFC fight going on. And there is a UFC fight going on. It's not a major one like UFC 264, like last week, but it's UFC fight night. Makachev versus Moises. Makachev versus Moises. And then we got a surprise fight coming in at Misha Tate. Not really a surprise, but she's been gone for since 2016. When her, her loss against Raquel Pennington, and she just didn't show up and was done. And she kind of did like a family thing. She got pregnant and all that stuff, which is nice and beautiful. And here it is. So we're just going to dive into these odds and everything else. Makachev is a minus 650 favorite. Um, risk 650 to win 100. So my cousin was trying to teach me how to do these odds. I know the minus is favored and the plus is an underdog, but I'm trying to figure out like what money, if you put 100 bucks on, 20 bucks on. So like you, you put 650 bucks down and you only win 100 bucks. It's a Makachev fight. Um, while Moises is a plus 475 underdog in the latest um, odds rankings from William Hill Sportsbook. Um, now in the co-main event, Misha Tate is actually a favorite by 130. And the UFC odds is Mary Renault is a plus 110 in the women's bantamweight bout. Before locking in any Islam Makachev Moises picks for your predictions, make sure you check out the MMA expect expert picks, blah, 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 sports lines, Kyle Marley. Over the past 28 months, $100 bettors who have followed Marley's picks are up more than 15000 oh, might have to might have to go watch that. Put some money down on these fights. So let's see. My enters the bout ranked number nine. Makachev is number nine in the lightweight division. Um, he is internationally master of sport in combat sambo. We're gonna go. We're just doing odds right now. And then I wanted to kind of do some picks that I wanted to talk about. So that was just the odds for just that main event um, that I wanted to just discuss. Something simple there. So we're done with that. Now we're going to go into the main fight cards, and I'm just going to do some picks. I'm just going to do my picks, and I'll probably tr I'll try to tell you the reasonings why. Did a little research on this, um, not too much though. So let's just see here. So I on the um, Gabriel Benitez versus Billy Corantillo, I'm going. With Billy Corantillo, it looks like he came off of a loss in December 2020 from Gavin Tucker, but I believe that he can bounce back. He won against Kyle Nelson back in September, so he had like a back-to-back -back fight there, September December in the past couple months, and he he probably didn't. He probably just went ahead and just chose the fight. Um, two months later, it's probably like a like a fill-in fight for Gavin Tucker, so he gets the decision, but he went all the way to the decision. So after having a good fight camp for Billy Corantillo, I believe that he'll get the win over Benitez. So I have him. So mark that down. Corantillo, Corantillo. I usually do pretty good on the UFC fight night picks. On the UFC big big events, I sucked on that one. I was only like 40% win percentage on that. So mark it down, Billy Corantillo. Billy Corantillo, 
Next, the next UFC fight um, on that card is Rodolfo Vieira versus Dustin Stoltzfus. Stoltzfus. I don't know if that's like uh, Polish or what. But I um, no, back in November, Stoltzfus fought and lost to Kyle Dacus. But I went to a decision. Um, this is a middleweight. This was UFC 255. Now he's dropping down to the UFC fight night. Maybe he didn't like the big spotlights. But I'm taking back-to-back fighters that lost, that previously lost their last fight. I'm going back-to-back. I'm throwing off. I have the dice. I'm, I'm rolling in my in my hands. And I'm throwing it out there. Just get it, boys. Get it, boys. So I like Stolfus. They're, they're American guys. I'm all American-made, man. All American-made. So he's... Finding out he's 13 and two, he's 102nd ranked in the top middleweight MMA and a fighter out of Pennsylvania. So we're gonna talk a little bit about him. He's 29 years old, um, November 15th, born 1991. Like I said, middleweight, 184 and a half, six foot tall, 75 inch reach. Lancaster, PA. If you know Lancaster, PA, who else famous is from Lancaster, PA? Bamajera. Viva La Bam, baby. I don't know if y'all remember that, but people my age do. I'll tell you that much. Uh, pro MMA record, he's 13-2-0. and two and oh. Current streak, he's at a loss. Like I said, he's he's lost the last one. Career disclosed earnings, $0. What's up? Uh, November 21st, 2020. This is his last fight. We already discussed that. Got some links here. Um, like I said, he lost in a unanimous decision versus uh, Kyle Dawkins. But I, I feel like... We can we can move forward with this, Dustin. All right, Dustin, America, baby, bring America home with another win. That's all I gotta say. Next fight, UFC Fight Night: Makachev versus Moises, lightweight fight for the main event. And this is gonna be on ESPN Plus, by the way. Just thought I'd let you guys know that if you have ESPN Plus, you can watch it. I'm watching it tomorrow. I might not be able to watch all of it because I work tomorrow. But Jeremy Stevens versus Matus Gamrat. Um, Stevens at 28-18 record, one uh, no no contest. Gamrot is 18-1 with no contest. And of course, I'm going with Jeremy Stevens. Jeremy Stevens, All-American made, baby, from Des Moines, Iowa. Not really that far away from here. He's 35 years old, May 26, 1986. Only a couple years younger than me. He's only 5'9", 155 pounds. Lightweight division, baby. Let's take a look at Jeremy Stevens, shall we? He's, uh, he's living in San Diego County, California. Let's see here. He does lightweight and featherweight divisions. He's at a 71-inch reach. He's fighting out of San Diego, California with the Alliance MMA. He's a purple belt Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. Been fighting since 2005. Look at his mixed martial arts record, though. 47 total fights. He's 28-18. Big time. Take a look at his personal life. Stevens is a Mexican descent uh, maternally. He has two daughters and is a good friend of a former UFC uh, fighter, Anton Quibbenin. On October 5th, 2012, the date Stevens was supposed to fight UFC on FX, Brown versus Bigfoot, Stevens was arrested. Minneapolis, after uh, Minneapolis Police Department served an arrest warrant, Stevens was charged with felony assault and burglary stemming from an incident that took place in Des Moines, Iowa in 2011. Stevens was then extradited to Des Moines County Jail, where he was incarcerated for 15 days, being released. Most of the charges, however, were eventually dropped. Stevens pleaded guilty with one count of disorderly conduct and misdemeanor. We all have some kind of problems. Don't want to hit some. 
always talking about people's negative lives. I, I don't know why I was on that Jim Brown thing yesterday. I like, kind of went real negative and dark on the whole thing. But Jim Brown was a, is a good man. I believe he's a good man. And he's done a lot of stuff for the community and for the NFL team and NFL players. Just want to let you know that. Try to compensate for the BS that I said yesterday. So anyway, Jeremy Stevens looking for the win there. Now, this was a tough one. We're going to the co-main event. I think they moved this fight up because last time, the other a couple days ago, I was actually looking at the card and they had Misha Tate as the first fight on the main card. Now they moved it up to the co-main event. And this is going to be a retirement fight for Renault and a comeback fight for Misha Tate. And it's tough for me to pick on this one. It's just very, very tough. If you're going to go with All-American like I have been saying... American made baby. We're coming off of the 4th of July only a few weeks ago. You got to go with Misha Tate. And I'm going with Misha Tate. There's some nice off MMA junkie little nice pictures and stuff on Instagram from uh, her or it looks like her husband or a fiance if you want to call it that. I don't know. Um, with her baby. She was pregnant there. Really nice picture actually. She looks really pretty. Um, let's see. She's out of Tacoma, Washington. August 18, 1986. She's 34 years old. Her birthday is coming up in a month. So she has two kids. Uh, let's see. She, like I said, she stopped her career in 2016 to focus on herself. Um, then there's a little Twitter account here. 16 hours ago, on Misha Tate Twitter account. It's liberating to be honest. From girl to woman, here is an in-depth look at my life, where I was, and how I got to where I am now, and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. If you want to take a look at that, I don't know how big of a Misha Tate fan you are. Um, but she, let's see, I'm trying to find, because I had, her nicknames are Cupcake and Takedown, so she's gone with the Cupcake now. She's Cupcake. Misha Cupcake Tate. Misha Teresa Tate. Oh, that's, I like that. That's her real name. Misha Teresa Tate. That's pretty cool. Bantamweight, 65-inch reach, submission wrestling, extreme couture's where she fights, purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, active from 2007 to 2016, and then now she's back active again. 25 total fights, 18 and 7. So we'll see how how she does. Like I said, her last fight was UFC 205 against Raquel Pennington. Um, she did beat, she was the UFC bantamweight champion, beating Holly Holmes via technical submission. And then she lost July 9th, 2016. She lost the UFC title to Amanda Nunes. And Amanda Nunes has had it since 2016 at UFC 2000, or 200. And November 16th, she lost again and retired after her loss against Raquel Pennington. She just, she just had her, she didn't have her heart in it, and it obviously showed in that Raquel Pennington fight. She probably just wanted to focus on her family. Um, Tay's become the VP for one championship and currently lives in Singapore. What? I've been to Singapore, boys. Four floors of horrors. Oops, I didn't say that. <laughs> Anyways, Singapore. She has continued to support MMA and still shows interest in competing in no-gi grappling matches. The first of which was against former MMA opponent Jessica I. Funny fact, just fun fact, Jessica I from Ohio. What, 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 what? At Submission Underground 2, which Tate won in over 10. And let's take a look. Was born in Tacoma, Washington. She grew up by Michelle and husband, by Michelle and husband Robert Schmidt. A tomboy during her youth, she often socialized with boys in her neighborhood on playgrounds. That's what my daughter does. While attending Franklin Pierce High School, Tate sought a sport to participate in. 
and eventually chose amateur wrestling over basketball. She wrestled on the boys' team from her freshman year until graduation. Quote, I got my butt kicked pretty hard for the first few weeks. I have, I had no idea what I was doing like a fish out of water. Total Tate recalled in 2011 during her senior year in 2005. She competed in the girls' state championship and won the title. She attended Central Washington University. Uh, let's see, encouraged her to do MMA. And then her first MMA fight, in addition to grappling, mixed martial arts permits the usage of strikes, which are forbidden in wrestling. Victory is usually achieved via a judge's decision and stoppage due to strikes, blah, 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 it's all that. Uh, was encouraged to accept her first amateur bout in March 2006, in which she was matched against Elizabeth Possiner, a Muay Thai specialist. During the first round, Tate wrestled Possiner to the mat, but did not strike while holding her there, which prompted Tate's trainers to remind her to, so she didn't, I don't know, it looks like, I don't know much harder she amassed. She was 5-1 amateur record in MMA before turning pro. Tate is a fan of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, like I said, he went, she went to Central Washington University. Uh, ex-boyfriend Byron Carraway. Uh, in 2014, Tate was credited by Carraway with saving the life of his mother, Chris Carraway, when she suffered an asthma attack while scuba diving, stopped breathing, and became completely unresponsive. Prior to Tate's announcement, Damon Martin of VoxSports.com noted that Tate had created a legacy that would be hard to match by any fighter walking behind her. After uh, UFC 205 football player Larry Fitzgerald commended Tate on a great career while wrestling commentator Jim Ross praised her athleticism. Um, a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, let's see. September 5, 2016, she helped carry a six-year-old girl with a broken arm while hiking in Nevada. That's cool. On January 1, 2018, Tate announced that she is in a relationship with fellow MMA fighter Johnny Nunes. On, two, on June 4, 2018, she gave birth to their daughter, Amea Nevea Nunez. That's funny how she did. they did that. Because um, it's like, it's Misha, Teresa, Tate, Amia, Nevea. That's cool. On December 25th, 2019, Tate announced that she is pregnant with a second child with Nunez, due date being in June 2020. On June 14, 2020, she gave birth to their son, Daxton Wilder Nunez. That's cool. I like Daxton. I like the way he spelled it, too. So, going with Misha Tate. All-American-made um, picks today. Until we get to the last one. <laughs> uh, so, we have the main event. Uh, lightweight division tomorrow night. Um, Islam Makachev versus Thiago Moises. So we're gonna go. I'm going with a 19 and one Makachev. They're talking about one article saying is he the next Khabib? I do not know that. I'm not gonna go uh, push that at all. But who knows? Um, let's take a look at Makachev. Um, I'm gonna try to pronounce his whole name. So Islam Ramazanovich. Makachev. He's a Russian. September 27, 1991. He was 29 years old out of uh, Makachkala, Russia. He's 5'10", 155 pounds. He's a Sambo martial artist. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to try to deep dive deep into his personal life here. Um, he's a lightweight, like I said. He does lightweight and middleweight. Uh, 70 and a half inch reach. Samba and Wrestling, American Kickboxing Academy, uh, his trainer, he's got Nurmagomedov as his trainer, that's cool, um, but I don't think that's the, uh, Abdulmanop, Abdulmanop Nurmagomedov, 
Okay, so MMA total 20 fights, 19 and 1, like I said. I uh, won a gold medalist world championship in men's combat sambo. Uh, let's see, he trained and competed in combat samba. Islam grew up with Khabib and still trains with him to this day. And the 2016 World Combat Samba Championship, he won a gold medal in the final match. He won 7-0 over Valentin uh, Beneshev of Bulgaria. That's all it really says about him. I'd like to learn a little bit more about um, Islam Makachev. Islam Makachev. But that's who I have in the picks. So to recap, I have Quarantillo, Stoltzfus, Stevens, Tate in the main fight. And Makachev for the main event. Okay. So kind of anxious to see what happens and how I do. I don't know why um, I go on UFC, try to do my ESPN fantasy uh, picks. And it won't let me do it. I don't know if it's anything coming up. I might have to look it up more. But tomorrow at 9 p.m. is like main card. That's probably central time. That is central time. So 10 o'clock Eastern at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Let's get it on, baby. Yeah. So now I'm going to do like, um, usually a Friday segment, I try to do like a what to watch if I do a Friday segment. So we have, just to really start it off, you got the uh, NBA Finals uh, Saturday night. It's game five. Then, let's see, what time is that? Yeah, Saturday night, game five, eight o'clock central time. Series is tied 2-2. Two to two. Phoenix Suns is actually favored by 4, just to let you know. And um, I'm not going to go into all that. But the Reds and the Brewers, they have their season uh, series going on right now. So Maul is pitching. He's 7-3, 3.68 ERA versus Hauser in 5-5, five and 3.74. Five, so we're going to try to get the win. The Cincinnati Reds are going to try to get the win tonight. That's at 6-10, first pitch. And the Reds are favored, minus 120. So tomorrow, they have not have it favored odds. They're again going to play at 6-10 tomorrow night, Brewers-Reds. So I'm really excited about that. Like I said, tomorrow they got the uh, Bucks and Suns. Let's go ahead and take a look at it. Uh, okay, it doesn't really give you a whole lot that you want to talk about. Okay, anyways, you got a lot of baseball going on. Uh, the Indians, Athletics, Cubs, Diamondbacks, uh, Mets, Pirates. That's all tomorrow. A lot of games in the in the Major League Baseball. Then you got the Open Championship. That's going on still today, and it's going to go on until Sunday. Like I said, Morikawa, Spieth, Oosthuizen, they're all tied at 9-under. So it's kind of really cool. If you're a big NASCAR nut, Xfinity Series, that's going to happen tomorrow as well at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Then you got the UFC Fight Night, Makachev versus Moises. We just had a whole segment about that. Prelim start at 5 p.m. Central, just to let you know. In Las Vegas. Then if you guys you got some tennis going on. Hamburg European Open. Hall of Fame Open. Uh, women's Tennis. Major League Soccer. I don't know who's going to be big Major League Soccer fans out there if you're listening. So you got Atlanta and New England. That's at four. The New York Red Bulls enter Miami. Let's, and there's Columbus. Uh, let's see. Is there a Madison one? I don't see anybody from a Madison one. But... There's all your uh, what to watch this weekend. And let's see. I also have something that I wrote down was the um, Shark Week. Shark Week is actually this week. So hopefully you guys didn't miss that. And if you guys DVR'd it at least, 
or have I, mean, I don't know if it's if you guys have the Discovery Plus, you'll be able to watch the whole of this episodes for the whole week for the Shark Week. Love Shark Week. Don't have DSPN. I don't have Discovery Plus. I don't have any of that stuff. I wish I did because I'd love to watch it. But Shark Week, baby, take a bite out of crime. <laughs>